I was at a business session recently, which ran into a Q&A session where um, one of the participants, a young lady, um, asked a question. So she took the mic and she wanted to know about finding mentors because she had tried to approach people in her own industry. And she is in the, uh, what should I say, the wellness space, mental health. Yeah, because she has um, a business that is built around um, mental health and helping people uh, realize the truest or the best version um, of themselves. Um, she was a young lady who had struggled with um, being diagnosed and treated for uh, being bipolar. And so she wanted to know how to go about finding mentors because she had reached out to people in her industry. People whose opinion uh, she um, revered and uh, yeah, she wanted those people to be her mentors basically. And so she had been in touch with some other um, business guru of sorts who had given um, given her a written template for how to attract mentors and she had tried the written template on um, a couple of people and none of it worked and so that's the reason why she was um, yeah that's the reason why she was asking the question basically so that what is the best uh, framework to go about getting a mentor now the person who was the chair of the panel who also happens to be a wedding photographer mentioned uh, that you don't have to be in someone's um, personal one-to-one -one space in order to have them to be your mentor because people um, drop uh, podcasts, uh, books, um, TV interviews, um, what else, online stuff all the time. And so it's possible for you, for someone to be your mentor in the sense, but um, even though the person is um, far off, uh, maybe in another uh, country or in another industry, and so you don't have to be in one-to-one -one, uh, contact. So I took that point to that time to share a little bit of um, expertise, um, given the sorts of things that we discuss here on the podcast, about how um, a direct ask, the whole will you be my mentor thing, might be a little too direct and a little bit too um, off-putting. Because remember that whenever you're trying to sell something, and in this case, trying to sell yourself, because that's what being um, a mentee um, is all about, um, there's going to be a high degree of resistance in the beginning. So if you just walk up to someone and say, can you be my mentor? You should expect a high degree of um, resistance. So there's a little bit of background work that you have to do before you get up to the, um, to the big ask. So even if you have been um, hanging around people who do marketing, you will know at the very least this whole thing about know, like, and trust, and that these are the sorts of things that you have to achieve before you get into the... Um, big ask. And then, of course, if you're familiar with the things that we've been discussing here on the podcast, especially the work of Mr. Hopkins in the real estate, um, uh, that's in the real estate business, you know that, um, you know, the, he has this whole thing about um, reducing sales resistance first before making your ask. And so uh, for Mr. Hopkins, uh, reducing sales uh, resistance um, you have to try and uh, figure out uh, ways to build trust and uh, different things that we have discussed on the podcast. But basically, if you're looking for a mentor, let's say you're a newbie who's about to get into the wedding industry, you want to get into the event space and you figure that, oh, I like this person, I want this person to be my mentor. 
just going straight up with the will you be my mentor phone call or will you be my mentor email that's a little bit uh, too much so you have to take a little bit you have to take an indirect approach when it comes to um, these sorts of things so the general advice that i gave the lady without going into um, frameworks for having to sell yourself was basically to just do it how the average young man does which is i see someone i think this person is cool i'm just going to go and hang around that person and see how I can become a part of the ecosystem and then over time learn through osmosis. And then if I'm useful, the mentorship uh, thing is just going to grow um, over time. And it's also something that uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has recommended um, lots of times on his podcast. Uh, you see someone that you want the person to be your mentor, just... Uh, you know, roll up to the person and tell the person that um, I respect what it is that you're doing and um, I would like to work with you. I would like to work for you. Uh, what do I need to make that happen? And then over time, you prove yourself, you find yourself, you make yourself rather to be a uh, useful um, uh, resource to have around. And that is how mentorship opportunities are going to grow um, over time. Now, I asked this uh, young lady to send me the framework that she got, uh, the written framework for looking for mentors, so I can go over it and then um, give her a few more um, uh, pointers, as in exact pointers, hopefully that will head her in the right direction. So I'm still waiting on that. And when I get it, I will share the framework with you guys and so we can have a little bit, um, a little discussion here so we can see how all the good stuff that we learn about personal selling, we'll see how we can... Um, apply to other things whether um, not just when it comes to trying to get the deposit from the brides and the grooms but also to sell yourself in mentorship situations um, uh, you know when you want to be a mentee and uh, in other situations whether um, at work or in church or okay no let's leave home out of it so um, where was I okay so whenever I get the framework I'll Sherry here with you guys so that we can um, discuss um, about it. But bottom line is, if there's anyone listening to this who is an intending newbie um, to the event business and there's someone you want to be your mentor, just take things easy. If the person is already known to you, then it's going to be a lot easier. But going straight up with the hard ask is a no-no because there are lots of things that have to be overcome. There is a high degree of sales resistance in this case. And so nobody wants to take off, um, take on some extra uh, baggage because everybody's plate is full everybody's trying to deal with their own commitments and still try to get new business and so nobody wants to take on um, another lost puppy so you're going to have to overcome no like and trust um, try and make yourself a useful resource hang around that ecosystem and see what you can learn by osmosis and remember that you don't have to be uh, in close proximity to the person for the person to be um, a, a, a mentor so, for instance, like in my own case, I've had people who have reached out and they want me to be a mentor. But what I do basically is, um, what I do is I give people assignments. And if people keep up with the assignments, then I know that these are useful people to have around. But um, unfortunately, in true fashion, you give the average person an assignment and then the person falls away. The other photographer, oh, and that's why I don't have anyone that I'm in an explicit, uh, in an overt men uh, mentee relate mentor mentee relationship with. Now, the other uh, wedding photographer at the panel, he said what he looks for is a portfolio because he too, uh, he has lots of things on his plate and so he looks for ways to weed people down. And so for him, the challenge he gives is the portfolio challenge. So he says, okay, 
you want me to be your mentor, let me have a look at your portfolio. Uh, portfolio. And the chances are the, this person doesn't have a portfolio and he's like, okay, no problem. Get back to me when you have a portfolio and then radio silence. You don't hear from the people again. So these are probably some of the tips and tricks that people are going to use to try and weed you guys out. So if you have someone, you want that person to be your uh, mentor, the person gives you an assignment, just uh, give, um, you know, get the assignment done and your chances go up. But the point that I was trying to make is that there are some people like this other wedding photographer who puts out lots of written content and video content. And then there's me. I put out uh, lots of audio content and written content. So the bottom line is, you're interested, you want that kind of uh, person to be your uh, mentor, you don't necessarily have to be in close proximity with the person, consume their content and you're going to be able to learn a lot of what uh, you need. And wherever you think the knowledge is lacking, you would have already made a lot of progress if you show up and say, hey, Tavishima, how are you doing? been listening to your podcast. I like what you say about one, two, three, four. I have a different opinion or I've tried this out. This didn't work. That didn't work. You know, um, what is your opinion? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? I mean, from the beginning, we've got, uh, if you're going to take it that route, then from the beginning, we have a constructive conversation going rather than that whole, hey, Tavishima, uh, what's up? How you doing? Will you be my mentor? The other route that I've uh, suggested, which is much more conversational, I think is going to give you better returns um, over the long term. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.